The content of this podcast should not be considered financial or investment advice. All interviews and discussions are opinions only, and the podcast has been created without taking into consideration the listener's financial objectives, financial situation, or needs. Listeners should obtain independent advice before making any financial decisions. Hi, this is Barry Fitzgerald, Garan Perro columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers podcast. We've got an interesting one today, the Eastern Goldfields of WA Gold Explorer Lafroy Exploration. It trades under the code LEX or Limo Echo X-Ray and last traded at 20.5 cents a share. It was requoted in October 2016, which gives it the benefit of a nice and tight capital base today. Something that gives the share price leverage to expiration success and obviously something Garrett Perro always likes to see. At its current share price, the market cap is all of 25 million. To tell us the Lafroy story, we have the company's founding MD, Wade Johnston, with us today. By way of short introduction to the company, Lafroy's focus, as its name suggests, is the Lafroy Gold Project near Lake Lafroy between Kalgoorlie and Norseman. It's about 50 kilometres to the southeast of Kalgoorlie and is part of the goldfields that is home to Goldfield of South Africa's 10 million ounce St. Ives Gold Camp, which is immediately to the west, and the Silver Lakes Mount Munger operations immediately to the north. So it would be hard to find a better address. Apart from the exploration upside, there is the presence of four third-party treatment mills with an easy truck trucking distance, offering a quick pathway to production for early cash flow. Should things pan out that way, who knows, it might find the big one yet and go down the standalone path. With that, I'm going to say good day to Wade and welcome him to the podcast. Hi, Wade, and thanks for your time today. Thanks very much, Barry, and nice to speak with you and uh, your Stockhead listeners. Um, yeah, thanks very much. Good on you. Wade, uh, for those who don't know you, could you give us a bit of a feel for your uh, professional background and... Uh, what attracted you? Well, I mentioned earlier that uh, the company was uh, uh, it's got an October 2016 requote date, but you were the foundation MD at that point. Um, what is it about the company that excites you? Well, I guess, Barry, starting way back, um, I'm, a, I'm a geologist and uh, I probably call myself an exploration geologist. I've been in the industry for 34 years, about 34 years, um, West Australian. Um, and I guess my principal focus and, and work has been Gold, I always um, and still do like gold exploration. My longest term um, of employment was with Newmont. So uh, I was there for 11 years um, and finished up as a position of exploration manager Asia Pacific, where I ran exploration in Western Australia, uh, the Eastern States, and then on to Papua New Guinea and the Solomon Islands. But uh, about 2011, I always wanted to come back to Western Australia. I thought Western Australia and the gold fields had a lot to offer. Um, and I joined a small company back in 2011 exploring around Kalgoorlie. And I guess this is how it evolved into um, getting the Lafroy project. Um, so during that time, I met a prospector. Uh, I had an area I liked down to the southeast of Kalgoorlie. He was finding a lot of gold nuggets. Um, and we built a portfolio of tenements down there with um, the prospector. And that evolved into a private company called Hogan's Resources Proprietary Limited, which I was a founder of. Uh, and about the same time, uh, we were pegging tenements down near, this is near Lake Lafroy, another company called US Masters Holdings Limited, 
uh, was also pegging ground adjacent. And this is a time when the, the market was just depressed. Um, companies were dropping ground. I love the ground down there. Um, it was some old Newmont ground, exploration ground down there. So I was familiar with it. Um, so back in 2016, I got together with uh, one of the directors of US Masters Holdings at the time, Jeff Piggott. And uh, we basically, from all that, put um, this package together, both the, the ground holdings together, and uh, we transformed US Masters Holdings from a listed investment entity into a listed resources company. Uh, with our key focus on the Lafroy Gold Project to the southeast of Kalgoorlie. So this is how the company came about. Um, I became MD. It's my first role as MD. Um, and I love exploring the Kalgoorlie area. And I think the Kalgoorlie and the area and the project we've got down at Lafroy uh, has a lot to offer. And I think it's got the, the potential to yield a, a major gold discovery. So um, that's really the, where the company came about from. Um, and what we've got down there, we built a, a large ground holding position down there, wholly owned ground, no encumbrances except for the state government royalties, um, and 620 square kilometres of land. It's a huge land holding in the heart of the Kalgoorlie area, and uh, as you said, surrounded by four operating gold mills, one of which to the west is the, the giant um, St Ives Gold operation. By help. Um, looking back, you uh, probably... Couldn't believe you're lucky in being able to pick up that ground. Yeah, that it, was, ground uh, it was interesting. Uh, I guess at the time, Barry, I, I liked the area, um, focused on the area. I think it had potential. Uh, it had never been put really together as one large land package. And I was conscious that to, to assemble a land package, you, you had to get everything together as one cohesive package and explore it as a cohesive package. So rather than having um, separate, what I call postage stamps of tenements scattered around, we could put all our energy and focus and exploration um, thoughts into one key area and explore it um, as one large package um, and assemble all the data for that area. And uh, it's so close to Kalgoorlie for logistics reasons. It's, it's fantastic. We can get a drill rig down there in about an hour and a half, two hours uh, on the ground drilling. So it's a, it's a fantastic location. It's a huge land package and um, yeah, we couldn't believe our luck at the time when uh, the companies at the time were dropping ground and we were uh, we were there picking them up. Mm. Now the project's divided into the Western Lafroy package, which is subject to the Goldfields joint venture, which was signed in 2018, and the Eastern Lafroy package, which uh, is 100% you guys obviously, and managed. Maybe we should start with the Eastern Lafroy package uh, because I think that's where you've got the wonderfully named Lucky Strike uh, Gold Resource, about 80,000 ounces as a start. Yes, that's correct, Barry. Um, well, Eastern Lafroy, that's wholly owned by uh, Lafroy Exploration, and we manage the exploration with where we spend and focus our, our efforts on. Um, and we've been exploring there for the past few years. And from that work, um, and I guess the exploration we do is, is, is true Greenfields Gold exploration to generate new targets. And out of that, we focused on a trend we call the Lucky Strike trend. Uh, and that work generated an interesting gold anomaly over three kilometres. And we discovered, uh, it's a virgin gold discovery, that the Lucky Strike um, resource, which we announced last year, which is 80,000 ounces, as you said. Um, it's an interesting BIF-hosted, band and iron formation-hosted system. Uh, it's unique to that area. Um, and we're learning more and more about it. And uh, we've recently announced um, 
some interesting and positive gold intersections to the south of Lucky Strike on a parallel band and iron formation, um, which we call Havelock. Right. So uh, Virgin Discovery, no historical workings there um, or even recent times, uh, exploration efforts there? No, no, um, no odd workings, Barry, uh, whatsoever along that trend. There's some old um, you know, previous explorers uh, had some low-level geochemistry, um, including the likes of Western Mining, um, and, and they recognised it at the time. But I guess uh, it wasn't followed through, um, and we recognised the, the, the geology, recognised the geophysics, um, put it all in context. Uh, we persevered with it, um, even though there were subtle gold anomalies. We persevered, um, and persevered. Well, I mean, you know, 0.1 of a gram, we would follow up and uh, continue to drill. And out of that work, we persevered and got our, uh, a key intersection. And uh, back in 2017, and so the story goes, we kept drilling, and uh, we fit, we basically made the uh, the uh, Lucky Strike resource discovery. Right. So before looking at some of the um, adjacent uh, uh, BIF trends that you've uh, been uncovering, Lucky Strike, is that the end of the story, 80,000 ounces? No, Lucky Strike is still open at depth. So we've uh, we've proved the system um, over about 800 metres of strike uh, and the, the bulk of the resource we've announced is, is oxide. The system is still open at depth and it's in a what we call a sulphide-altered banded iron formation. That system is open at depth and there's some quite high grades in that system. Um, and what we've been reviewing at the moment, because we've already got a mining, a grant of mining lease over Lucky Strike. So we're looking at the opportunities to perhaps commercialise that resource uh, and get it into to development. And that could yield uh, a cash flow that could fund, continue to fund the company for exploration. So the system is still open. It's a long trend. Uh, we've established gold mineralisation from reconnaissance air core drilling. Uh, which we also recently announced over a three kilometre of a strike. Uh, so we think the system has got a lot to offer and there's further work to be done there, but both uh, a long strike of the system and also down plunge uh, in the banded iron formation at Lucky Strike itself. Right. And uh, earlier this month, uh, 9th of February, you announced uh, what you're calling a new gold system along the Havelock Biff trend, uh, which is, what, 1,500 metres southwest of uh, Lucky Strike. That's right, Barry. We had um, we always recognise these these banded iron formations. So banded iron um, formation, it's it's an iron formation. Uh, it has magnetite in it. Magnetite gives a um, aeromagnetic response. So we see these three parallel linear features. Uh, we recognise them even when we discovered Lucky Strike, what the system could be. So recently, this uh, late last year, we commenced another air core drilling program. Uh, air core is a reconnaissance tool to scope out the system. And uh, we got some interesting and positive uh, results on the Havelock trend. Uh, and basically, it's a thousand, kilometer, a thousand metre long trend we've found on the Havelock BIF. And uh, it, we think in one of the holes had sulphide altered BIF at the bottom of the hole. So we think we've got another system or a style of mineralisation analogous to Lucky Strike. And then further south again, there's another. Um, magnetic unit we believe to be another band of iron formation we call Erinmore. So uh, we've got these three large parallel band of iron formation trends, um, two of which now we've proved to have gold on them. Uh, one has got a resource uh, and the third one, Erinmore, is yet to be drilled.
Right. Uh, how do you explore uh, these biffs? Are they easy to identify across the lease? Well, the tenements, sorry? Uh, I guess the key thing we use, Barry, is the magnetics, aeromagnetics, and they give a, a, a distinct aeromagnetic signature. Um, but at Lucky Strike, for instance, I guess that's the key one is if, if that band and eye information is covered by recent transported alluvium, uh, it can mask the underlying magnetic signature. So I guess it's a combination of using geophysics, uh, which is magnetics, uh, and follow up with air core drilling to scope out the system and prove up the, uh, the extent of the band and eye information. And one thing we, we, we also do and do a lot of, uh, and the whole, whole entire project at Lefroy uh, has been covered by, which is unique in the gold fields, is, is gravity. So we do a lot of gravity, um, mm -hmm. and, and gravity measures the density contrast of the rocks. And we've found using the gravity help with the discovery of lucky strikes. So we've got gravity on the Eremore on the Eremore and the Havelock trends as well. Um, but I think it's a it's a it's a combination of using air core drilling to, to to do the drilling and scope out and look for the biffs, and also using the magnetics and, and the gravity. Right. Now um, you mentioned uh, lucky strike potentially being an early source of cash flow. Uh, is there any timeline on that at the moment? No, Barry, there's no, no timeline. We're working it. We've done some optimization work on it. We, we, we looked at the system. We know it's still open at depth. Uh, we've got a granted mining lease on it. And one of the things we do do as soon as we recognize a system uh, that could have the offer the opportunity to, to get into a development or a development scenario, um, we can we get a mining lease on early, knowing how long it gets takes to get a mining lease, uh, the grant process. So mm -hmm. we get that in early. So we've got a granted mining lease at um, Lucky Strike, which is good. We've also put in uh, applications for haul roads, which are progressing through the grant process. So we're getting all those uh, early stage um, uh, tasks completed. And uh, yeah, we're looking at various options in the way uh, it could be commercialised and add value to Lefroy. Right, okay. Now the Western Lefroy package, uh, the JV with Goldfields, uh, $25 million over six years, I think it was. Um, if anyone's going to find a big gold in that part of the world, I would assume it's Goldfields, given St. Ives. Uh, what can you tell us about that project? Right, Western Lefroy, Barry, it's, um, it's, a, it's a large land package and uh, it's over 50% of the, the area we've got at, at the Lefroy project. Uh, we initiated exploration on, on Lake Lefroy, which um, the Western Lefroy package uh, covers, the bulk of it covers, back in 2017. And this is principally targets on Lake Lefroy. So this is a, a, a large salt lake in the gold fields. Um, so we initiated exploration there in 2017 with air core drilling. We were, as a junior company, we had um, yeah, we had to look at after our, uh, our pennies and we were very conscious of uh, the drilling and, and, and the work required to explore out in the middle of the salt lake was, was expensive. We did find gold out of the lake when we did the drilling back in 2017. But we recognise it is it is high cost. Uh, we believed in the in the prospectivity of the ground, uh, and that's where we secured a, a joint venture, um, earning joint venture with Goldfields back in 2018, which which the work is complementary to the work Lefroy does. So I mean we we're both looking for big gold deposits, um, and I and I think uh, Goldfields have got the, the technology, the people, the experience of of exploring and mining on on Lake Lefroy. Uh, and they've been doing a fantastic effort of, uh, again, Greenfield's gold exploration out in the middle of this uh, vast salt lake. Mm. So uh, they're 
under the JV, I think they can earn a 70% interest over time. But uh, whereabouts are they now currently in terms of expenditure and equity interest? So the, 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 the earlier the execution of the agreement commenced on the 7th of June 2018 um, and the first earning commitment was, well, the major earning commitment, which will be this year, is to spend $10 million to earn a 51% interest in the joint venture. Um, and at the, at the, as at the end of December last year, uh, they'd spent $6.2 million on exploration and the bulk of which, which is drilling in Lake Lafroy. Um, and now they're continuing exploration out on the lake uh, and that is continuing as we speak. And so they're working towards that $10 million of minimum commitment to get the 51% interest. Mm, okay. Now, I would have thought that interest alone, well, the JV with Goldfields alone would justify the company's market cap. I'm just wondering what your thoughts are on why it is $25 million and not, say, 50 or $75 million. Uh, It's an interesting point you raised, Barry, and I have a lot of uh, <laughs> good discussions with my, my team in the office. Um, on the same, I guess we are um, a different, uh, a, an explorer. We're doing true Greenfields gold exploration, which is, which yeah. it is high risk, and it's, it's. Yeah. I call it the pointing and the pointy end of the exploration, um, I guess methods. And uh, we're out there, you know, in the middle of a this this vast salt lake, trying to find a, a gold deposit. So all the work we're doing is true Greenfields gold exploration. I think, um, and we are finding gold deposits. Lucky Strike's an example. That's a Greenfields Gold discovery which we've made. And we've you know, since progressed towards, we've got now the, the Burns Prospect, which we've um, commenced drilling this year. So I think it's, um, I guess, it's, it's the, the risk appetite for the, uh, to, the share, to, to investors into, into Lafroy. Mm. Okay. Just to uh, round off a discussion around uh, the JV with Goldfields, Exploration to date has indicated that, you know, the same rock types, geology, uh, same potential, for want of a better word, is uh, there for a big discovery? Correct, Barry. Uh, I guess the work um, Goldfields have been doing is, is what we call, and they call foundation exploration. So it's, you're right. building your data sets. So yep. you're, you're starting with a blank canvas on Lake Lafroy. No, no, basically very little previous exploration. So going out there doing, uh, gathering your, your data. Uh, geophysical data, which is the gravity, magnetics, drilling data, um, which is air core drilling, um, and then using that data to build a geological model, advance the geology. And I think for the first time we announced last year this uh, impressive geological um, map underneath Lake Lafroy on the eastern side. This is the first. And also for Goldfields, recognising from that multi-lamp geochemistry that this is uh, Cambalda Calvulli stratigraphy which is the right host rocks. We're getting gold. We're seeing the right structures. So I guess we've got all the ingredients under this salt lake. Um, and, and that's why Goldfields, yeah, we, we like the area. We both like the area and continuing to drill uh, big, deep diamond holes into targets on, uh, on this uh, large area of Lake Lafroy. Mm. And because Goldfields not, is not listed here, I guess it uh, doesn't get as much exposure as uh, if it was AX. Ex-listed, but that uh, they're invincible deposits. One of the biggest and best in Australia, is it not? Uh, correct, Barry. That's probably one of the the, the largest um, yeah, and recent discoveries in the eastern goldfields. And uh, and, I, and I find doing my tours around uh, to see brokers and, and fund managers, etc., that people don't um, know about the invincible discovery. It's it's a large discovery, um, 
and I think it's produced about 800,000 ounces out of the open pit and it's got two two portals to go underground so it's a, it's a big system in the in the St. Ives field and potentially going to be one of the biggest um, systems in that St. Ives field um, and it's right underneath Lake Lefroy so um, yeah it mm. just shows what can be discovered out in these salt lakes. Mm. Does Goldfields have a shareholding in the company? Yes, they do, Barry. They hold, uh, they're the top shareholder at 18.1%. Um, and they came into the company and uh, post doing the um, execution of the agreement back in to, uh, 2018. Right, okay. All right, so um, quickly, I guess, uh, Lake Johnson. Uh, is that more a nickel copper play down, down near Poseidon's uh, Maggie Hayes? Yeah, that's right. It's, a, it's an interesting uh, target in the prospect we've got down there, Barry. Um, We've had it in the portfolio since we did the prospectus step in 2016. It's a full focus for exploration, obviously, over the last four years has been Lafroy, but we do like Lake Johnston. It's proximal to and surrounds the Emily Ann Maggie Hayes nickel deposits of uh, Poseidon nickel. Um, we initiated some work there in December last year, our first drilling program. And yes, it's got the potential for uh, nickel mineralization. And, uh, and also gold, but our focus is, is on the nickel. Um, but our focus really is, is Lefroy Gold Project. Um, and we, when, when we get the opportunity, we build up our, our geological model uh, and go down and test it, which we did in December last year. Right, okay. Uh, now, just to bring it all together, uh, what should investors look out for in terms of news flow in, say, the next three to six months? Ah. Uh, that's, um, I guess, the exciting thing we've been doing. We, we hit the ground early this year, Barry, was um, we got drilling early uh, in January and, uh, and it's an exciting target we, we, we acquired through application called Burns. And Burns is due south of Lucky Strike. We wholly own the tenement. The tenement was granted only last year. Uh, I guess I'm familiar with Burns because it was in the old Newmont portfolio. Um, Burns is a, a, a very intriguing and interesting, exciting copper gold um, prospect and uh, we recently announced um, that we were getting uh, intervals of native copper in our drill holes. Um, previous drilling has got broad intercepts of uh, sort of low-grade copper and gold in the system and, and I find um, it's, it's a different style of mineralisation that I've seen elsewhere in the gold fields. So mm. we're continuing to drill there. Uh, so our focus, and we've got results coming in for that over the next couple of months um, for Burns. And then uh, I guess the other key one for us is, is the Havelock and Eremore trends. I think it's in a similar area to the Burns, so we'll be doing more drilling at uh, the Havelock and Eremore uh, with Air Corps and RC drilling to see if we can replicate and make a, a, another discovery along those trends. Mm. And, of course, what uh, Goldfields is getting up to on, on the lake. Correct. That's complementing our work. So the, yeah, they've got a diamond rig out there in the middle of the lake now. So um, so uh, you know they're, they're out there drilling. So we're we're out drilling at Burns and Havelock. So there's a lot of activity happening on the Lafroy Exploration Ground. Right. Excellent. Okay, Wade, you've given us a great uh, backgrounder and uh, forward-looking um, feel for the company there. So with that, I'll I'll say thanks for your time today and uh, best of luck with it all. Yeah. Thanks very much, Barry.